Community Focus is a look at events, issues, and initiatives happening in and around the Brainerd Lakes area. Community Focus is produced by Hubbard Radio Brainerd and broadcast locally on 106.7 WJJY. Good afternoon and welcome to Community Focus at JJY. I'm Ken Thomas and today we're going to talk to uh, some folks from Victim Services. Our guests today include Kathy Fleischer. Kathy is the Executive Director of Victim Services and Heather Anthony, who is the Crime Victim Services Advocate. Ladies, welcome to Community Focus. Hello. Thank you. So uh, we talked a little bit uh, before we went on the air, but uh, for our listeners that might know not know anything about victim services, Kathy, tell us what you do. Okay. We are a general crime agency. So what we do is we help victims of crime that are general crime. Um, some of those that would be included in that would be um, assault, robbery, burglary, theft, homicide, um, elder abuse, um, arson, identity theft, financial crimes, those type of things. So we help with those, um, pretty much any type of crime other than sexual assault or domestic violence because we have other agencies in town here that are in the county that help with those. Okay. Um, And I would imagine uh, crime is pretty indiscriminate as far as age. Uh, Is there an age limit to what you serve as far as... uh Nope. We work with all ages of crime, any, you know, anybody, any age, um, any economic status, anything. It just, like you said, it doesn't discriminate. There's, there's always people that are victims of crime, no matter um, who you are or where you live. Yeah. And um, I'll ask this uh, from the standpoint of, are you busy? Uh, do you, is there a lot of crime here in Crow Wing County? Unfortunately, there is, and especially with the drugs. We're seeing, you know, when there's drugs, when there's illegal drugs happening, that just, um, with that comes the increase of burglaries and thefts, financial fraud, and assaults, all those type of things increase. Mm-hmm. Interesting. And Heather, what kind of uh, specific services do you offer for crime victims? Um, We offer personal advocacy, financial assistance, criminal justice support, court advocacy, safety planning is needed, security planning is needed. A lot of people end up needing home security system to feel safe after they've been a victim of a crime. We work with orders for protection and harassment restraining orders, getting those in place and filed as needed. We work with, um, we have direct client assistance, so we do have some small emergency funds within our agency. We also work with restitution, getting sure that's in place at sentencing so that the offender can attempt to pay back the victim. Mm -hmm. And we work really close with reparations through the Office of Justice programs, and that is money put in place specifically for crime victims, and it covers just many amazing things. Mm. We've had people, we've helped people go to treatment to get themselves better so they can navigate the court system and go through the criminal justice process. Mm. We've helped them get counseling set up in place. And then I'd say the bulk of my job is going to court for them because a lot of times the victim is too traumatized and they're not interested in going to court, but they want to know what's going on in court and they want to know the outcomes. We work really close with the attorneys here in town and um, to make sure that plea agreements are explained well and what they are and what they represent and kind of all that stuff. And then at the end of the 
all the hearings at sentencing, the victim has the opportunity to do what's called a victim impact statement and speak to what the crime has done to their life. And so I help with that a lot, too. Sometimes they want to read it. Most of the time I read it for them. Mm -hmm. But it just is uh, another step in helping them sort of go from the victim to the survivor. Yeah. Um, I would think, especially depending on the crime, that mental health services are needed, too, for crime victims. Is Very that much true? so. Very much so. Yeah. To get over something like this, it's almost PTSD-like, isn't it, for yep. some? Yep. We work pretty close with the counseling here in town to get them the services they need because a lot of times they're not able to, in the spot that they're at when they come to us, they're not able to navigate as far as mentally speaking all the things that are available and all the things that we can do to them and to for them until we get them better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Man. It just, it plays a huge part in this. And of course it's turned your life completely upside down and it's always nothing that you've, yeah. you know, you don't see it coming. Yeah. Yeah. Very interesting. A little plug here. Heather came to us two years ago as an advocate. She was a, a psych nurse and so she comes with us to us with 19 years of experience of that. And it has just been amazing, the work she has done and the comfort she can bring to people. Um, you know, people may come to us, they've never had any mental health type of issues. But with having this, you know, having the crime happen, you know, you have your home and somebody breaks into it and suddenly your one safe place is no longer your safe place anymore. And so it, it has to affect people. And so she's just been really, really good at working with the people and understanding, and she just brings so much knowledge and comfort, and it's just been amazing having her here. That's great. That's great. Now, do you have others that work in the office? or Nope, it's just the two of us. Just because of the um, the confidentiality of what we have, uh-huh. and we've learned that every time you make somebody tell their story before they're ready to be telling their story, it traumatizes them over and over again. So we've in the past, we've had volunteers come in, but when, you know, they're only available Monday, Tuesday, and Friday, and maybe this person has to come in on, you know, Tuesday and Thursday to see us, you know, that type of thing. Um, It's just, it's too traumatizing to have them speak their story over and over again. So um, we do use volunteers for events and that type of thing at the fair booth and and those type of things. But otherwise, on our day-to-day, it's just the two of us. Yeah. Um, I'll ask a a question that I think is important. Are are, Are victims, crime victims, referred to your office because I would think for most people, uh, being the victim of a crime is obviously not anything you plan for. And so you they might not even know about your office. Right. Um, yes, most victims are referred to us. Um, the county attorney's office, we get um, every crime of general crime that they charge out, we get notified of that person so we can reach out to that person. Oh, wonderful. And um, so that's a really good contact. Law enforcement, we have really good working relationships with um, with all the different law enforcement agencies. They realize that if they can get that victim connected to an advocate early on, they're going to cooperate better. They're going to, you know, maybe not disappear halfway through this process when they get scared. They just, you know, they have somebody with them. Um, and then just we work collaboratively with all the different agencies and programs in town. So everybody's really, really good about you know, if somebody comes to us about a certain type of crime and it's not what we work with, 
for instance, domestic abuse, we will send them to the women's center. Or sexual assault, we'll send them over to sexual assault services. And they do the same for us. And so it's really been good. Um, we have concentrated in the last two years on community awareness and outreach. Um, we used to be located in the senior center, and nobody knew we were there. Mm-hmm. So two years ago, we relocated, and we are now across the highway from Walgreens, and we have our big blue sign right on the highway that you can see it right on our building. So that's brought a lot more attention to us. Um, we advertise on one of the community buses that go around. So um, that's really been helpful to get people referred to us. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, a personal story, I, I can tell you my parents were victims of crime. This was down in the city. So my mom suffered a carjacking. And yeah. so the, their world was turned upside down. So I know what you're talking about. The car contained a garage door opener. Her purse was in it with keys, with wallets. The, um, the amount of things you have to go through to try and rectify the situation, not to mention the fact that she was scared to death for a long time afterwards. It's amazing what crime victims go through, isn't it? It is, and it changes their safety zone. You yeah. don't you don't feel safe again for the longest time in your own atmosphere, and that's the right. saddest part. Yeah. And I know they talked about the police uh, were very helpful, but they said right away, you've got to change your locks, you've got to take care of that garage door opener, because at the time they hadn't apprehended the uh, culprits yet. So... Uh, it was very traumatizing. That speaks to how important it is to have your wits about you totally in order to do all those things to get your safety back in place. Right. So if you don't have an advocate, it's a lot harder to do. Yeah. I would also like to mention, too, that we use a victim-led approach. So once we send a letter to the victim of a crime, they have to choose our services. So it's up to them to choose us, and all our services are free and confidential. And I'll ask, do most choose to utilize your services? For the most part, yes. Yeah. Yep. And a lot of them choose and then they they um, are scared along the way and maybe want to sure. change their mind. So it's a lot of encouraging and that's where the, the importance of the mental health comes in. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I would think that family crime too, and I know unfortunately that happens, uh, is a very difficult thing. Absolutely. When the perpetrator of the crime is maybe a member of your family. We see a lot of unfortunate um, situations where maybe a grandchild, um, a young adult grandchild, maybe is helping out grandpa or grandma with maybe they're, you know, giving them rides or this or that. And then pretty soon, well, we take my credit card and go get groceries. And then, you know, two months later, all of a sudden there's thousands of dollars that have been charged maybe on that credit card and you know it's something you're not aware of right away and and it makes it really difficult when it's a family member because then you have people are on different sides and all that kind of thing so we just really do our best to help navigate you know that the whole family through the the process yeah as i say it's got to be difficult Mm -hmm. um and i haven't asked but on a typical crime and maybe there is no such thing but is there a typical uh, length of time that you are working with uh, the victims of crime? Because uh, the court service doesn't move extremely fast sometimes. We all know that. They're that, kind of overloaded yeah. themselves. That's about a two-year run through the court system. Sometimes oh. they go quick, but it's very rare. And we never close a case, so the victim can come back to us years later if they're still suffering as a result of this, and we'll still help them with referrals and coordinating to get the help they need. Yeah. Man, oh, man. And sometimes maybe they really, in the beginning, they don't want to know anything. You know, they just, I just want it to be gone. I want to, you know, 
denial or whatever you want to call it. But then maybe two years later, they're still struggling because they haven't truly dealt with the whole process. And so we welcome them with open arms to, you know, pick them up where where they're at, wherever that is. Now, uh, next week, I believe, is National Crime Victims' Rights Week. It is, yes. So um, it's just a chance for all agencies that work with crime victims and law enforcement and county attorney's office, all the different places, just to really um, make an awareness of that crime victims do have rights. And we really work really hard to make sure those rights are upheld. Um, We are very lucky in our county here that our judges are really good about hearing the victim's voice. Um, We hear some horror stories from other areas that they don't. So we are very um, lucky in that way. And so... And part of our Crime Victims' Rights Week is um, actually this last weekend we were at the Everything Expo. Oh, sure. And we did a raffle. And so if you'd be interested, Ken, we'd love to have you pick our winner for us. I sure would. (laughs) I would be honored to do that. Okay. Yeah. We have a basket here. It has a really nice um, distress type of tin that that everything's in this basket. And there's a throw and we have a... Kindle 7, I believe it is, and some Starbucks mugs. And so it was over $100 value, and it was $1 per raffle. So if you'd like to pick our winner, and then we will contact that person later today. Were these items donated uh, to you? We did have somebody give us a donation to go out and purchase something for this. Very nice. Okay, so you want me to do the honors here this morning, huh? We do. All right. I'll swish them around a little bit here first, and then we'll... Pull a name out, and uh, Kathy, I'll uh, give you the honor of reading that person's name, if that's what you wanted to do here. And, of course, you'll notify them if they're not listening. Actually, I don't have my glasses, so I'm going to hand it to Heather. (laughs) (laughs) I can relate. (laughs) Lindsay Lakin. Oh, okay. So, Lindsay, we'll contact you sometime either today or tomorrow or one of these next few days. We'll give you um, a, a phone call. Very good. In the meantime, uh, for anyone listening that may have been a recent victim of crime and hadn't heard about your services, how do they go about getting a hold of you? The best way to do it is to give us a a call, and our phone number is 218-828-9518. That's the best way to do it because when we are with victims in in the courtroom and that type of thing, there might not be anybody in our office, but we are located at 309 West Washington, so that's right across the highway from Walgreens. Um, So those are probably the two best ways to reach out to us. And always leave a message, and we will definitely call you back. You know, and and I think you kind of touched on this, but I know not all crimes even get reported. And if there's someone that feels they were a victim of crime, maybe they didn't report it. Are your services still offered to them? Absolutely. And sometimes they just want somebody to go with them to report it. Or they want to, you know, is this a reportable crime? Is is this really a crime? You know, a lot of people don't know for sure because it doesn't fit the textbook definition. Whatever it takes. Very good. Okay. 828-9518. Yes. That would be the number to call. Yep. Yep. Ladies, thank you so much for being here today to talk about uh, Victim Services, and thank you for what you do in our community. And thank you for having us. Yeah, thank you very much. All right. Kathy Fleischer is the Executive Director of Victim Services, Heather Anthony, Crime Victim Services Advocate. I'm Ken Thomas, and that is today's edition of Community Focus. And don't forget, Community Focus is available anytime on our website at 1067wjjy.com.